This podcast is presented by Rabbi Peretz Muchkin, speaking to the millennial generation. Hello, welcome to the Rabbi Peretz podcast. We've been discussing Shabbat. Shabbat is just this nonstop conversation that I have with people during the week because people are looking for practices or ideas or meditations. And I'm like, why don't you just start with a nighttime concept Friday night of taking a step back, non-exploitation of the universe, and just thinking about your own place within your physical lifestyle. And that seems to be a good way to do it. And you go right into a great dinner and have challah and wine and just a great experience. So Shabbat really just makes it one of those resetting tools to really always see where you're holding and what your week was like. So each item that comes to Shabbat has to relate to this item idea, otherwise you won't do it. So if you're gonna relate to wine, then you'll see like, wow, I stop and I make something on Kiddush. Or or if you relate to bread and to food, you'll go right away, the Shabbat is about the meal. But the deepest part of Shabbat is really not about the physical, it's about you. It's about who you are, your internal self-worth. That's the real depth about what Shabbat is. It's about your internal self-worth. Now, when you talk about internal self-worth, that's more of like a feeling and an energy and a connection to what type of person you are. And Jewish people are connoisseurs of energy (laughs) and light. That's who we are. So I wanted to discuss maybe the most important ritual we have, which is lighting candles, inaugurating this Friday night moment, this transformative moment from external realities to internal self-worth. And I wanted to bring someone on who can talk about their love for this ritual and how they find the relevance and the connection to day-to-day life. So welcome, Rivka Sophia. Great to have you here on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Um, you also just gave me a lesson in your intro. To I did not know that Shabbat was about our inner self-worth. So that was a great takeaway for me. So thank you. Yeah. We're good. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> I was like, around. whoa, I didn't realize I was going to like an enlightened session. Um I am really happy to be here, and Shabbat candles is um, one of the rituals that I love so much, but I also have a hot take on it that I think that it is an act of discipline Mm. because um, Shabbat candles, yes, you can uh, say how meaningful they are, but they're really meaningful because of the time that you have to do them. And now that we are just entering the first time where Shabbat goes in, I think this week it's like 4.45. Right. You're doing it before sundown. Yeah. Like savings. I think I, I always grew up doing Shabbat. Um, I never grew up doing Shabbat candles. And then probably about 10 years ago, um, a friend of mine was like, just start lighting candles. And I was like, oh, totally. And then they were like, well, just make sure to check on Chabad, like what time they start at. And so I think that was a really um, big entry to me to be like, oh, there is actually structure to this. Uh, As a person who did not grow up with structure, I crave it. I love it. I think it's such an act of love. Um, But one of the things that I realized about the modern world and saying Shabbat, like you can get people into the concept of baking challah. Like I do that and people are like, great, that's easy. It's like a pastry. Uh, It smells good. good. And like having dinner with your friends and family, like totally. I think the hardest thing that I have had to – not come off as like very strict about is when I light my Shabbat candles. Um, So like a few years ago, I was producing a show Glee and um, they would laugh at me because I, at the time I was keeping Shabbat um, and 
I am week by week trying to now. But um, I was keeping Shabbat and I'd say, okay, well, I have to leave because I have to light my candles. And they're like, this is ridiculous. Like, there's no <laughs> way you have – like, we get that you have dinner. But, like, there's no way you have to leave at 4 p.m. I'm like, when you look outside and you see it's an hour before sundown, you know I'm not lying, you know? <laughs> so I think that that was, like, the first thing that I realized about Shabbat candles is why it's so meaningful is the discipline towards it, is that you're lighting a candle to truly signify, like – this is a change of time. And now we're going into full relaxation, whatever that means to you. And I wouldn't feel the same if I lit them, regardless of the law, like whenever I wanted, you know, at 8 p.m. Like I can't put that discipline on myself um, or, you know, other areas of my life would, you know, show that way. But I know myself enough to know that I like that there is something in my life that every week I have to rush towards and work around. Like it's really the only structure for candles depending on where I'm at you know, observance-wise with Shabbat, candles are the one thing that I know I can feel like I truly breathe differently after I light my Shabbat candles. And then and then it's my choice to see how I continue that. But So really the commitment itself, just that just that initial commitment really conceptualizes what's happening. You're creating that space and you have to do it at that time. So that And really it's easy when you in. are, you know, like I see how beautiful it is people who've been observing their whole lives or like that's a natural thing they take for granted that you just know that's the time and that's what you respond to. But when you're not from that world and you have to hear, you know, it's like I my own my my own boss. I provide for myself. Like there's no one who's telling me to do anything but this one time in the week that is like you must like that. And so for me, it's wow. kind of like having a boss that I'm like, all right, you have to be done by this time. And, and you have to You're on you're on a show, you're producing a show Friday and it doesn't and matter. And everyone would love to leave potentially Friday night. And here you are. And uh, it reminds me, uh, you're in good company. The late Herman Woke uh, wrote a great book. He was a very famous playwright in the 50s. So it's before our time. But he would leave every Friday night. And he had on he had a play on Broadway that he wrote. And the producer said, I don't envy your religion, but I envy your Shabbat. Yes. <laughs> you, know, yeah. you get to go home with your family. Like that, that was for him. For you, it's like the light. I'm interested. Like, it's it's such a one personal ritual that you're doing like beyond so once you do the discipline and you make the space what is it about the lighting itself that has over time spoken to you like what do you really get out of the experience of the candle at that time well i heard that it was a, a mitzvah for women um or for everyone but that primarily like it was taught through that way and the so feminine a feminine action um so i kind of was like i can't i like think to fill in looks really cool and all that stuff. And I'm like, well, I don't know if I can take that on, but I candles and challah and those are things that I connected to. I think that what I have felt about lighting shot candles is I light the candles and then I just go through in my prayers at that moment what I'm grateful for and what I want the week to look like. And I know this sounds like really crazy, but I really feel a shift in the air around me. And when I do it with friends around me who are necessarily – Jewish, not Jewish, religious, whatever. Like you can't not feel the energy of someone next to you having gratitude. And so that like, even if it opens up someone a little bit to do, to listen in silence while I'm there, like I really go for it in that moment because praying for me in general is kind of hard for me. Um, But that's like the one area where I, in my Shabbat candles, I'm just like, I go for it. And I had, my dad was in the hospital um, last week and I had like a full mind anxiety about what I was going to do about candles. And then I did not realize that actually your wife was super helpful. She's like, there's someone there who like knows how to help you at UCLA. Like you're in LA. Like there's someone who had to like ask the chaplain or I'll send someone to you. And the chaplain at UCLA came to me and I was like, can I please have something for Hala? I mean, for um, Shabbat. 
they gave me like a mini grape juice, a challah, these that's electric so candles. Yeah. And they they were like, is there something on your heart that's having weight, like weighing on you? And I was like, you guys are amazing. And I just felt it even the hospital. I lit my candles in the admissions downstairs. And I don't know, I, I got to take in Shabbat and really I was so touched by keeping Shabbat in the hospital because the energy is so different there. And then thinking of all my friends and family in Shabbat, I was like, oh, they're so lucky. They get to be in Shabbat and I'm in this hospital. That's super special. Yeah. Um, How's your dad doing? Um, Thank God he's doing really well. Yeah. And there was a lot of other Jewish people there too. So they felt like we were on this weirdo mission in the hospital together. Well, I think it's wonderful, and uh, especially you know, in being in a situation in a hospital, you could easily tell yourself, "All right, this week I can't do it." They they don't want you know fire in a hospital, and I'm here. I'm. Supportive. I almost lit fire in the hospital until your wife was like, "You actually, they can give you an electric one." I was like, "Thank you for warning me because I would have like been crazy." Right, that's you know, I feel you. Um, I I don't know if I should admit I have lit once in a hospital. You have? I mean, they it was can't. Ma- many years ago, no one walked into the room. Uh, Miriam had a baby that Shabbat. So, oh, really? Uh, so, and we didn't have electric or anything else. So we just sort of went for it. And, and what do you do? You wait till it goes down or you? We let it, we let it light. And then uh, somebody walked in about 45 minutes later and said, oh, it can't be there. I said, oh, okay. We understand you can take it. <laughs> like as in, Right. Like, so they can they, take they, it they, out. They yeah. yeah, yeah. It out. Like it went like over a certain period of time would be considered that it was, it was on like that. Usually we don't put out our candles. We let them just go out. Um, on on Shabbat, but yeah. in a place like that, you know, we allowed them to take it. But the reason why Shabbat is about internal self worth, just going back to that idea, is because, you know, very often when we get caught up in the mission of bringing out to the world or being successful, in other words, the six days of the week of our external values and what are we doing, even if it's good things or great things, or let alone just work and being successful at everything we commit ourselves to, that comes from ultimately an internal confidence that that. As you become an adult, it's less confidence, more dignity. It's more related to like my, my real self worth and my identity that I live here. And no matter how successful you are on the outside, that actually doesn't feed your identity. Doesn't feed your self worth and dignity. What feeds your dignity is you taking time to think about it, meditate on it, and develop it. Essentially, a relationship to it. We call soul essentially the medium of soul we connect to is this dignified place of creation, where each element of creation has its own dignity. And the highest form of dignity is internal self-worth at feeling like, so when somebody says something to you on the street, Hey, you, and you're like, excuse me, you're, you're insulted by somebody not, you know, really validating your existence and seeing you. But when somebody who even you don't know, looks at you and sees you, you feel this great self-worth because this is this shift of, I have a value inherent and it doesn't matter whether I'm successful or not, or what I'm doing or not, or what my day is like, there's a value because I'm different and unique than anything else that exists that's ever existed. That unique power is what needs to be elevated on Shabbat in order to go back into the week and really be successful. So to me, candle lighting is the most symbolic of this. Which is, you should be a Jewish therapist. Uh, because as you're talking, I'm like, <laughs> I could apply this to many areas of my life. Oh, it's just uh, yeah. warms my heart. You got yeah. You got, you got it. We got to feel really... It's, I make the parallel a lot to like giving. People are always like, I, they 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 want to give to great causes, but I'm like, you know, you first you start, you give to yourself, and then to your family, and then your friends and your community. Like, right. create a ripple effect is even stronger than just trying to, you know, shoot in all directions. And uh, and uh, light specifically, we in Judaism, I said we're like connoisseurs of light and energy. And you have like uh, Hanukkah lights. Everybody knows Festival of Lights, you know? I'm and lighting the Hanukkah menorah. 
at the Grove. Oh, that's the amazing. December 29th. That's so Philip beautiful. Synagogue. Great Club. plug. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really excited about it. So I love that. Candles I, are my thing. <laughs> yeah. So that's like an outdoor expression. That's like a change Public. the world. Take, yeah. It's all about, it's all about like a little bit of light pushes away a lot of darkness and it's all about our personal light affecting the world. Incredible. The temple had a menorah. It was all about light. We, so we re- very much have these rituals of light, but the Friday night lights every week is a different type of light. It's not about the world as much as it about illuminating your own self right. and creating that space that I am a light. Because you can't even show the world. Like ideally you're offline or- That's like, right. It's happening in- cl- It's happening for you. Yeah. Yeah. You spoke about the prayer element of it, that you, maybe prayer is not your thing, but somehow when you light the candle, you have like a moment there where you're praying. It's fascinating to me that Jewish prayer today is out of a prayer book, but when you do the prayer on lights, you do the first blessing, and then you're supposed to have your develop your own narrative of prayer. Is that after the only the time in Judaism that you do that? I mean, you in other times you would call it meditation or you would right, call right, it consciousness, right. but that's actually the tradition for when a Jewish woman lights and says the blessing post blessing, she then does a personal prayer that she's well, hala too, right? I, I think Kala as well, but that would still be more meditation than the light itself. Right, this right. Is, this is this so is, unique to me. Right. And the fact that you do it intuitively talks about your intuitive connection to your link and chain to your past and to your history, and as well as you seeing yourself as valuable to affect the future. And Did you and, light candles before you were married on your- so I was uh, generally based out of my home. Yeah. So my mom was lighting candles. So right. even if I was traveling the world or away for school, like I always relied on my mom lighting. Oh, you for wouldn't me. light for? I have not- lit a couple of times, but generally, yeah. generally, I didn't look. Your I, mom got your back. My, my mom had my back. I also got married very young, so it was yeah. like it really carried over straight to my wife lighting. But if but my if wife you were a single around, person, yeah, I'd light. Do men light? They light only if they don't have a woman. Right. It's kind of sad. When yeah. You say it like that. But yeah. you got to have a good woman. Right. You know, that's the. But you also, there's not like a negative in lighting. It's not negative at all. It, it, it reflects, though, that the highest form of existence, this dignity, is really that we spoke about this internal self worth. The highest form of eternal self worth is feminine, the ability to also then produce life, the ability to be constructed in a way that is fully active as a human condition, right? Really women are way higher than men simply because they have everything men have and they can also keep everything going. So we call the Kabbalah calls women the ultimate vessel, the ability to hold great light. And uh, even though men are also physical and feminine and have this vessel, but they don't have it in the capacity to actually nurture something, uh, not only represented by the womb, but represented in reality of how that reflects. In the Friday night prayer, there's a special line about this where it talks about peace emanates from women lighting Shabbat candles. Like all peace in the world is is manifestation of of presence, of like, I see something in you that you can see in me and we connect to one another and we have peace. If we're if we're exactly the same, it's not really peace and we're entirely not willing to separate. Peace is like the commitment to this overlapping space and creating this harmony between two entities, creating a third space. And it's represented by women specifically that can do that internally. Right. And then like a natural thing. It's a nat it's natural to yeah. them to be this peace and harmony. That's the rant about yeah. this, this idea. But it connects specifically to the candle because lighting the candle Friday night is essentially like you look at the candle itself, like the inner part is like this blue 
And it's and it, that's not the part that illuminates the room. It's the transparent white right. energy on, on around it. That's really the energy that glows. There's even a lesser glow on top of that that's hard to see, but that's what's illuminating the room. The way we see it is like the the inner part is the physical. The blue is like the physical, the earth. And then around that is like this glow. And that glow is essentially the energy that we all really connect to, that we really see what's happening. And we call that the soul element, or let's call it the the spiritual consciousness that that is around. And only in women, in the physical, do you have both happening. The, the, the spiritual consciousness relates entirely to the physical by being able to produce a new consciousness. Right. And that's that to me is... I mean, it's a trip, but, yeah. but that's what happens when you're doing your Friday night candles. My only complaint is that my Shabbat candles don't last that long. How long do they last? Like, How if long I, do you want them to last? I that's mean, how- I guess I would like it to be in an ideal world. Sometimes when I do them in oil, I get so excited if they're still on the next day. But then I'm like, is that light in my house? I don't know. But yeah. Well, I think the beauty is. and the I like doing is, it in oil and the wick could, lately. You could use the light of a Shabbat candle. Whereas like the Hanukkah lamp is not about that. It's about no, but the you can't outdoors. use it like use it like a no. You're like not a using Yom it, Tov. meaning like as in you, you're I you're, can't light you're, from you're, it. You're lighting up the table. If, yeah, yeah. If all your if you want to turn off the lights and just sit by the candlelight, you know, it's a beautiful thing for Shabbat. Yeah, no, I I'm in on it. Yeah, yeah. I think oil is super traditional. Yeah, you know? I love the oil. That's yeah, beautiful. I feel like biblical with it. <laughs> okay, so what what would be your hope for like uh, this this ritual in your life? Like how how would you see it growing? And and how do you share it with your friends? How do you like? Have you ever had a friend they had of an issue, and you're like, you know what, you should do, you should do Shabbat candles. Like, what yeah, I of- have. I mean, I think also one of the things that I find really helpful is when people have tools for it. So I have a few friends who are not religious, but Chabad gives out those calendars of uh, what time they're yeah. at, so people have them on their fridge and stuff. And so I have a friend who will be like, I'm lighting today. It's like four forty five, and so I think. Honestly, what's helpful is to separate your week and however you choose to do that. I think probably the easiest way is to do that with the candles because mm-hmm. you can always say you want to commit to a dinner or commit to going to see friends, but that kind of like can lose its momentum unless you're really on it. But if you're disciplined or um, prioritize the candles, it's just a way of you just are, there's no way to not acknowledge the week you had and the rest you want to have if it's not by lighting and candles. super personal though. Yeah, way. it's super personal. You could do your prayers. Yeah, I've told my friends a bunch of times of it. I mean, I think it's helpful when people like give as much directions as possible. Cause I think with Judaism, because there are so many traditions and interpretations of them that sometimes people get a little overwhelmed on how to do it. And like, do I light it this or how to do that? And it's like super simplifying something that it's really just about light it at this time, say your say the blessing and then say your prayer. So right. I then, do and week to week it'll get better and stronger. Yeah. It's a known thing in my friends like I'm the stress factor of I need to be somewhere <laughs> for Shabbat candles and uh they are all, I mean, every time they all check me when they're like, actually, we checked it and it says 545, you know, so <laughs> they check me on the difference of it, but I'm into it. Yes. I'm into it in such a way that I can't imagine not doing it, whereas other things in Judaism, I've gone, um, you know, it's a range in my observance where this is one where I'm like, I just want to keep this one so badly. Well, that means you're connected to the yeah. main purpose of life, which is to effectively by 
wholesomely working on yourself, you're also wholesome. I just want to be accountable to myself. And I yeah. think candles are that like they're everything in my life. I have free range to do whatever I have. So blessed. Spiritual self-care. Yeah. Well, it's self-care, but I, I know I keep, maybe there's another word for discipline that I'm thinking of, but I, we really do a lot of self-care and like, it's like a society of self-care. And I, I do think that's also like a form of narcissism. So to constantly be like, take a bath, read a book, take care of yourself. I'm like, yeah, that is really important, but it's also really important to be accountable to something bigger than you. So I don't know what that looks like, but for me, the Shabbat candles are that, is that there's, I am not on my own schedule because left to my own schedule, like who knows what I'll do. I'll be super lazy, you know? So I need that accountability. So whereas I think people come into Judaism because of the beautiful, um, traditions and the what you're saying that has these Kabbalistic like self-help stuff like I sort of came in through another way being like these are rituals rooted in truth that there are um so I love Chabad so much is that you guys are they're so open but they're like we keep these ways and we would love like whatever you do your level of it but we stay the way we are and I, I think that's such an a beautiful thing is to stand for something I don't stand for anything you know like I I have two opinions I can always do whatever I want like I like it. I I think that's so beautiful. Yeah, I mean it's not so like well. yeah, it's a it's a weird approach to it, but yes, I do it. I like the candles for the discipline. Happens to be that discipline is an act of love that I personally need that makes me feel comforted and feel like someone once told me that God is like your dad and I was like I do feel that way. Like I feel like I'm like listening to my dad for once cuz I was such a bratty kid. You know, oh, I'm like wow. you're right, I'm listening to the schedule. It's 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 hard to like have a relationship with energy. That sounds almost yeah. weird to say. Yeah, yeah. Right. So God is an energy. It's not an anthropomorphic being. So how do you have a relationship with energy? But then you're like, wait, I have a total relationship with love. Like I want it. Yeah. And I want it on my terms, or I'll take it any way I can get it if I don't have it. And so we can have relationships with our emotional energy, and we certainly can have a relationship with our intellectual energy. I think the the whole the idea that you're expressing that there's like rooted in truth the truth of it is that without light where would we be as human beings totally like without fire without illumination what type of experience would this be so the idea of like lighting light to go into a day where we're essentially only have what we prepared and we're coming from day six which is essentially like six straight days of uh, an extroverted approach this in between is basically foundation of existence so you're saying like what would be another word instead of like discipline i think in this case it would be foundation that you're trying to create a foundation on which to have your dignity and self-worth if your self-care and your bath is just because like oh this is what i'm going to do now because i have to check this yeah. off my self-care list that doesn't feel great but if it's rooted into like today was an incredibly filled day and it was unbelievable and now i'm gonna tap back into myself or let's look at it even bigger six days i was all in on it and or i wasn't or i was struggling it doesn't matter what the six days were and i came to came to now and i was like you know what now's the time where i put that all aside and i go back to my foundation of of my own internal self-worth let's not forget that i matter i have something unique to contribute my creativity can flow that's what this candlelighting moment really seems to have become for you the discipline has turned into a foundation of i know how i can reset myself mentally and spiritually every week yeah I that's also, fascinating yeah i think i mean thank you for articulating it but i think also there's something i was just thinking as you were talking like i just started doing havdalah at the end of shabbat and lighting and i was like oh it's so interesting that you go into light 
to start to start the holiday. I mean, start Shabbat, and then you go out of it to signify that you're ending of it with light, and that in between it, you're not really supposed to be around light, but like it is the time that everyone's like, you are the most elevated at this time. Like people who see me on Shabbat who are not necessarily religious or Jewish, I was like, you're so present, and you're so. And I was like, I'm just a better person on Shabbat. Like I just, I am capable when I walk the streets and I'm like just roaming, you know, like the idea when I see other people driving and like on their phones, like that is normally me being a psycho, like probably running, (laughs) like so afraid, like I'm just unwell in the week of, you know, adrenaline. So yeah, I think that, but I would say the final thing on the thing why I keep saying about the discipline at the time is that I think with Jewish people and our traditions, like we're, there's so many ways to interpret it. And that's what's so beautiful about it to have those discussions and have the different scholars have different take on it. But like there are certain things that I think in when teaching people about what our culture um, or our religion is, is that like when we tell people, why don't you just light Shabbat candles? Like you need to provide them with info. Like why don't you light Shabbat candles? Cause it's an hour before sundown. And like what we're actually doing is acknowledging the change of time and you see it, it's an hour before it gets dark. And so therefore right. like you're not on your own schedule. You're on the schedule of what we're saying, which is be offline for an entire day. And I like that it's 25 hours. I think that's cool. Cause everything's always 24 hours, <laughs> 25 hours. Is like, you know, we're going to do the extra. Yeah. People do it for diets. They're so strict for like, you know, like that's, apply that discipline to other areas. People shouldn't be afraid to, for Jewish people, they should not be afraid to say like, this is the rule, you know, and do what you will with it. Yeah. Like, great. You don't have to listen to the rule, but like, I want to know the rule and I can decide I'm going to do the rule or not, but I don't love the lacks of being like, yeah, just like light your candles when you want. You're like, but how did it start? Like, what does it mean? Like, you know, like how would people do it? And, and, strictest way or in the loosest way like sort of all goes down to the same thing like whether you're religious or not like just light it an hour before sundown right. not a big deal when it's like sun, <laughs> when sundown comes friday night you you already created a, a space f- to feel yourself yeah to get more in touch with yourself and i don't think people get in touch with themselves often enough that they're comfortable in that space it takes no. it takes it takes time to, to get sit in silence is really self. scary yeah. you know i mean i like I'm getting more used to it, but yeah, I love. I like what you said about the time. I, I went on a diet a year ago, and I decided that the diet I wasn't through some friends um, and some local great health people here in Venice came up with the idea that I wasn't going to use weight as the barometer for my diet. It was going to be time. Could I be on this diet for X amount of time? Oh wow! And that was a great shift for me. Where always it was like such a struggle of like what I could, what I can't, and here it was like, no, you're going to be on this regimen for this amount of time. And I had to go through that time and that year one. And now I reopted in for the second year of doing it. But I think that's, that's our relationship to time in Jewish tradition. We've been more about time than we are space. If you think about it, the world has always been conquering and space and fighting over boundaries. And, and to a certain degree, we haven't really had any boundaries for a long time physically, yeah. but, but time, it's a common thing but in we our never culture. gave up Shabbos, right? Yeah. We never gave up these Friday night candles. Like you're doing Friday night candles, you know, assuredly that it's been in your family certainly somewhere all the way back for a few thousand years. That's that's a wild connection and a wild tool that we still have because of our relationship to time. So making that that hour, that 25th hour, which is the first hour that we're starting with the pre-sunset, the sunset, such a valuable time to to really check in with yourself, especially the world's still going. 
Yeah. And you're I like, bet you uh, if you like applied it and some like astrologist told people to do it, they everyone would do it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I need to do. Yeah. Okay. You need to be like your <laughs> rising sign says at 445 uh, this week, it. light your candles. That's, that's, that's the move. I buy that's into the that. move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your wife also told me that astrology is very Jewish. I was like, tell me more. <laughs> well, you know, yeah. signs relate to essentially our connection to that. We, when we left Egypt, we left a sun cycle. You know, they followed and worshiped the sun and, uh, and seasons. And we switched to a moon cycle and the whole part, a whole, the whole main discipline of being Jewish is following the moon cycle. That's both on a calendar level time and on a relationship level. Connection to women has to be, I have to commit to following my wife's essential moon calendar. That's how our intimate relationship reflects our external relationship is through this calendar, through this time. So it's always about the relationship to time. And that is very much related to Friday night as well. It's very much about the time you're doing it because time is what we really want to conquer. We believe that by conquering time, making every hour valuable, by exposing the inherent difference within each moment really changes things. So let alone when it becomes inward and it's not selfish because you didn't create the ritual. You didn't create this moment. You're just tapping into an axiom that was tapped into for thousands of years by Jewish women and want to be Jewish men uh, trying to also do it when the women aren't around. But everybody has this desire to do that because light is not just, it would be nice to have light. It's essential to And how would you tell people to know when to light Shabbat candles? Well, I'd say that... uh, it's it's a little easier today because you have your phones and you just type in Shabbat candle times. Yeah. And there'll be probably 12 websites will pop up. Yeah. With like well, Shabbat I have an candle app times. for it, but yeah. Yeah. You, there's an, yeah. There are apps for it, you know? Yeah. Uh, you type in like Shabbat candle times with your zip code and it'll automatically show up. Okay. It's I'm going to look cool. at it. When does this podcast come out? Oh, this one? I'm hoping uh, tomorrow. Okay. So <laughs> if you're in LA, Shabbat candles tomorrow, it says Friday, November 8th at 437. And you, think, and you think to yourself, whoa, that is way too early at 4.37 to do that. But then when it's dark outside, you're like, you know what? Let's just call it a day. Let's be done. It. Let's be done with the week. I love it. Wow. Thank you so much for Thanks sharing for having all this. Me. Really I learned, wonderful. Yeah. I really feel honored to be here. So thank you. Pleasure. Hopefully well, you have me back for another mitzvah I take on. I don't know what it is yet, but. We will we will do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll <laughs> wait. I'll, I'll ride this one out, Lindsay. Okay, well, thank you for sharing your inspiration behind it. Thank and you. And your commitment. It's quite inspiring to, to... And you can follow me on Instagram and DM me, and I will look up your Shabbat time if Yay. you want me to, because I will take it upon myself to help people do Shabbat candles. Rivka and- Sophia Rossi. Yes. Okay. Perfect. Shabbat Amazing. Shalom. Well, Shabbat Shalom. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, thank you, Paladin Studios, for our audio. Check out paladin.nyc. Ali